0: Here on the Comedy Podcast Network, I'm Mark Wozekka. I'm Steve Sears. I'm Scott Narver, and I'm Breckenell. We're all comedians living in Hollywood, and also big pro wrestling fans. This is going to be a memorable episode of Curtain Jerks. We've got a lot of crazy news stories to talk about. Plus, it's a very special episode in many ways. We have purchased. JR's original barbecue sauce and J.R.'s uh, mustard, his main event mustard. We have it here. We've got a ton of food here with us. And later on in the episode, we're going to be doing a taste test of JR's products. But our top story tonight is actually about Hulk Hogan, Scott. The New York Times reports Hulk Hogan is planning a worldwide speaking tour in
1: 2012 that will be Hogan's version of the popular Inside the Actors studio show. An agency told the Times on Wednesday it has signed up Hogan for the tour, which is tentatively titled in conversation outside the ring with Hulk Hogan. The tour is reportedly set for a soft launch in fall 2011 before the tour begins next year. Well, we here at Curtain Jerks learn that rehearsals have already started for the show. We happen to get our hands on some audio of the rehearsals, so let's play that
0: now. I'm James Lipton, host of Inside the Actor's Studio. I have interviewed all of the all-time greats De Niro, Pacino, Johnny Depp, but today it is it is an honor to be on tour with the legendary force in the history of American cinema, Terry Bolea, or as he is known to the world through the immortal character he has created, Hulk Hogan.
2: Call me Hulkster, brother.
0: Hulkster, you you starred in the classic No Holds Barred, where you played a professional wrestler. How did you prepare for this challenging role?
2: Well, I was already a professional wrestler, brother. Yes,
0: But I knew I just couldn't play myself. No, that would be too easy for a
2: daring thespian of your caliber. They were training this actor, who played the character of Zeus, to act like a wrestler. So once the actor who played Zeus started acting like a wrestler, I studied him to become a wrestler who is an actor studying an actor who is playing a wrestler.
0: Brilliant. Your method has more depth than Meryl Streep's famed seven-layer bean dip she serves at her annual Malibu Cinco de Mayo party. I know. I've tasted it. When you reflect on your career, Huckster, what is your biggest challenge? Playing Dave Dragon in Three Ninjas High Noon at Mega Mountain? Playing Blake in Santa with Muscles? Or playing yourself in Muppets in Space?
2: I'd have to say playing myself, brother. It's hard to know who one really is until one is forced to confront oneself in artistic process. Yes,
0: yes, yes, that's true, dude. Ed Norton told me something similar after exploring the monster within him in the Incredible Hulk. Which one is Ed Norton, brother? He starred in The Incredible Hulk. No, no, you're wrong. That's Lou Ferrigno. No, no, that's the TV show. I'm talking about the film. Wasn't
2: that Eric Banya? Who's Eric Banya? He was in the Incredible
0: Hulk movie. No, no, no. That was the first hulk movie that one was just called the hulk ed norton was in the second one
2: uh, i thought mark ruffalo got cast as the hulk Yeah, he did for the upcoming avengers film that dude was great and kids are all right you saw that it was a well-acted dramedy and a smart warm statement on family values brother
0: agreed it's time now for the questionnaire by bernard Pivot. all my guests must answer these questions hulkster what is your favorite word That's a tough one, brother.
2: Only one brother? Well, I'd have to say brother, brother. Mm -hmm. What is your least favorite word? Bankruptcy. What turns you on? A young woman who looked just like my daughter, dude. Mm -hmm. What turns you off? My daughter not allowing me to rub suntan lotion on her thighs, brother. Mm
0: -hmm. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? God would say, don't worry, brother.
2: Death is the last job you ever have to do.
0: Thank you, Hulk Hogan. Thank you. It's going to be an exciting tour, guys. I hope it comes to our area.
1: Yeah. I'm, gonna I'm go. i in. Go. Let's I'm go. I'm in the Let's second. Are you going to plug
0: your acting school to Hogan? <laughs> you know, I feel like uh, we might be in competition with each other. And if he has an auditorium opposed to my parking lot behind a grocery store, then I feel like maybe he might have the advantage. <laughs> well, there's been a lot of weird Hulk Hogan news uh, lately. Uh, the Ultimate Warrior, who, you know, he's kind of a lunatic. Uh, by real name. Yeah, yeah, he changed his name legally to the Ultimate Warrior. So when I call him Ultimate Warrior, I'm not referring to his character. I'm referring—well, I am referring to his character. Please, please, just call me the (laughs) Ultimate
3: (laughs) Warrior, or legally known as
0: the Ultimate Warrior. (laughs) (laughs) uh, He—he first he posted a video like a week ago, and he said, "I've got a bullet. I'm gonna put a bullet in Hulk Hogan." Soon you're going to see what it is. That was like a week ago. Then and it's it's strange you call him a <laughs> lunatic from that statement alone. <laughs> that he's
1: putting a video out there saying he's going to put a bullet in Hulk Hogan.
0: <laughs> then he released a seven, and, uh, a seven and a half minute video. Preview. It's a preview of his longer, what's supposed to be an hour long video. He released a seven and a half minute video free on YouTube. Talking straight to camera. And here's some of the things he said about Hulk Hogan. He called Hulk Hogan a liar. A fraud, a dopehead. He called Hulk Hogan out for talking, uh, lying. What he said was lying about Randy Savage. He called Hulk Hogan a coke dealer. <laughs> he said that Hulk Hogan was a swinger, and at one point Hulk Hogan offered his wife Linda to Warrior. Uh, he said it was an open marriage, Hogan and Linda, and that they were both whores. And he <laughs> said, <laughs> and then he said, and then he said, quote. I'll bet I'm the only guy in wrestling that ever said no to doing your wife. <coughs> After all that's of that, what
1: happens right there is that that noise. That wait, there's no, there's some great music cues in there. Yeah, wait, let's let's do it again. Let's okay. do it. Again.
0: I'll bet I'm the only guy in wrestling that ever said no to doing your wife. That's right. After all of that, the insults kind of went down a a peg. He then said Hulk Hogan had hair extensions, (laughs) which just confuses me. He criticized him for wearing his do-rag all these years and said that he wears 50-cent sunglasses in Venice Beach. And this is only the preview, you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. How, where man. else could Dude, he go? Where, where else could he possibly where, go? Seriously, where else could he go? I, I, no I don't know. It seems like he covered a lot of stuff in the, in the preview. <laughs> he, yeah, I loved it when he was, he said all these, like, you're a cokehead, your wife's a whore, I, I could have have sex with your wife. And you wear 50-cent sunglasses from Venice Beach. Boom. <laughs> that one's Burn. Weird. I think everybody knew that he was extending his hair
3: in the back, though. I don't think he was even hiding that from Wait, anybody.
0: I legitimately don't understand the hair extensions. All right, Hogan is bald. He has a little bit of hair left on his head. Is Warrior saying that's not his real hair? No, the, hair the length
3: left? of it is not his real hair. No, I've heard that oh. already before.
0: Are you saying really? Because he has sort of like the mad scientist hair, where it goes from the like the around the <laughs> sides the to the back. He's, yeah, got, he's the, got the Picard. Yeah, he's got the He's got the hippie Picard. Yeah, but but it's he's grown it out and he bleaches it. And so I was always I, the Picard is the perfect way to describe it because it's like a crown that's been broken in half and put down by <laughs> uh, the guy, like the guy from Bespin City in Empire Strikes yeah, Back. Yeah, 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 yeah. The guy who. Uh, Lando has on his uh, his car beeper. Yeah. Well, why the hell yeah. would he need extensions? Why doesn't he just grow his hair up? Because it's not that luxurious
3: anymore. I'm sure oh. his hair would look oh, like the it? Madman Jesse Ventura. <laughs> grow out. Is it like the Rick
1: player where it's doing the weird curl? Yeah, yeah. Around Or like even really
3: Jesse the body's hair. Like it's now it's spindly and thin, and you know it looks like pubic hair.
0: Yeah, he's <laughs> got he's got to cut that. He's starting to look like Christopher Lloyd in Back to the Future. Definitely. Speaking of mad scientists. <laughs> <laughs> well, and in war, during this video, Warrior, Warrior played clips of a Hogan interview from only like two weeks ago or something, mm-hmm. and um, and Hogan had some crazy quotes of that interview too. He called Andre the Giant uh, seven hundred pounds. He said Andre was seven hundred pounds at WrestleMania, which he said a lot over the years, which is yeah, complete yeah. bullshit, because it's not like they wouldn't have played up
3: his weight. So, like, even saying that he was seven foot four, five hundred pounds, if he was. Darn near 700 by WrestleMania 3, they would have said he was near 700 because that would have even made well, it more people impressive.
0: Never ta- never, people never talk about the fishing weights that Andre the Giant used to keep in his boots to make himself seem heavier. <laughs> <laughs> Hogan used to have this whole spiel he would do when he was promoting his book about the WrestleMania 3, and basically the bullet points were like, at WrestleMania 3, Andre was like 7'4, 700 pounds. And when I, sl- he blamed his current back damage on having slammed Andre at Wrestlemania 3 like when I slammed him brother my whole back went out and then and then he always like framed it as if Andre died like right after Wrestlemania He's like, <laughs> and he passed the torch to me at Wrestlemania <laughs> brother I got to slam him
2: and pin him and
1: never anybody else it was only to me yeah, yeah. yeah. and then slammed he was, him. and then he was gone brother <laughs> I slammed I him straight into heaven slammed him after-
2: <laughs> I, I slammed him and he
0: died <laughs> Oh, and he always – this is another part of the story he always makes up. He always claims that he didn't know until he got in the ring whether Andre really was going to let Hogan slam him or not. Although that one does seem like it could have a nugget of yeah, truth. Yeah, definitely. That seems you like he be pretty Andre's scary. an old-school guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He could have said no. He could have said, "Wants to you, go over the match." And Andre's like, "No, no, leave me alone." Or just not gone up for him, just not let Hogan yeah, yeah. slam him in the he, mat. There's
1: no way he could have deadlift. That's him what he says in that interview in the first one that he fell on him on purpose. Mm-hmm. That Andre in that first slam attempt, that Andre just put all his weight on him because, and he said later, like, "Oh, he didn't want that first slam to be there right away. It was going to." He later. got
3: close to getting pinned right there. I mean, it was the ref had to hold his hand up on the third on the third uh, like hit to the mat because. I think Hogan was pinned right there, <laughs> yeah. thirty seconds into the WrestleMania three. Well, match.
0: I remember they used that to promote the WrestleMania four rematch. I remember Bobby Heenan and Andre like playing back the video on on Superstars and going, "Look, Hogan got pinned. He got pinned right because he like I think he <laughs> yeah, it did. It is yeah, that, yeah, yeah. He, like he couldn't get him off of him. <laughs> well, um, the interview that the guy was doing with Hogan, where Warrior showed the clips, the guy has, uh, it's like he bleached his beard to be like Hogan? He, did. he explained that at yeah. the top. Did he? Of the had you watched um, the interview? Had I watched the majority of the interview. Yeah. He didn't look very good. He didn't he didn't pull it off the same way that Hogan does. No, oh, he talked about
1: that he almost passed out and he said, "What's the secret to dying or doing peroxide in your beard?" And Hogan said, "You have
0: to have a fan in front of you." And He's like,
1: "Oh, yeah, cuz I almost passed out twice." <laughs> <laughs> he
0: Hogan, he asked Hogan at one point, "Do you ever take advantage of, you know, being Hulk Hogan?" And Hogan goes, "Well, uh, this was good revealing, you know. He goes, Well yeah, yeah. Sometimes <laughs> he goes, you know, sometimes I'm in traffic. I need to I need to cut in front of a guy. I'm tinted waiting there forever. He says I'm waiting window. there forever. Yeah. Which could be all of five minutes and he's yeah, just yeah. bored. I'm waiting there forever. Uh I got tinted windows, I'll roll down the window, I'll my... let the world in, I think is what he said. <laughs> <laughs> Poke my head out and go, Hey brother, can I get through? And uh then I get in. The big part That was very telling Because it was I also imagine him being Alone in that car And sort of being like Man this is taking forever I'm so lonely I'm Hulk (laughs) Hogan And then he rolls down Those tinted windows And it's not just It's not just so he can Cut in front of somebody It's so he can also feel like yeah, it's me, everybody, remember? It's me. Is he alone? <laughs> Aren't Brutus Beefcake and, uh, and Brian Knobs always with him? <laughs> <laughs> they ride in the back. Roll down your track. window and just, you know, see if you can get in. They ride like bird dogs in the back, though. Can we get some air back here? Uh, can we get some air back here? They're like the children he never had. We had children, but they're failures. (laughs) Good thing thing Brian Knobs and Beefcake are successes. (laughs) To Hulk Hogan, they are. They're successful Hulk Hogan ass kissers. Lifelong Hogan ass because there's <laughs> Hey, if well, you'll do
1: the show, we will be too, to be honest. <laughs> we've we'll got a, everything back we say.
0: Later on in the episode we've got this taste test coming up, but we I feel like we should interject and say there's food all over our table right now. We have in front of us uh, potato wedges, chicken wings, popcorn, pretzels, granola bars, soft sushi pretzels. granolas bars, sushi, uh bread and Swiss cheese, and ruffles loaded chili and cheese chips. We're gonna dip these all. We're we're trying not to eat them until it comes time in the show, but we're going to dip these all in JR's barbecue sauce and main event mustard coming up in <laughs> a little bit. Ooh. Tough Enough is over. Speaking of Tough Enough, waiting for that mustard. Am I right, guys? Hey. Hey-o. Hey. Um, the, uh, I watched every episode. Loved it.
3: Yeah, I watched every episode.
0: It was great. I watched every episode. Amazing. Liked it a lot. I'm thinking about watching every episode. Um, I guess I... I Kind of had a funny experience watching this. My girlfriend never ever watches pro wrestling. I mean, when I put it on for even a second, she flips out. She has no tolerance for it. She won't like be cool and watch it with me. Ever. Take her to the museum of tolerance, Mark. Yeah, I should. But but um, but we. we, we it's a, it's an immediate turnoff, isn't it? Like it's like, what is this doing on? Yeah, Come yeah, yeah. She, she not only doesn't tolerate it, she's angry about it. How she's she angry about
1: this podcast.
0: She's never listened She doesn't to know.
1: Him. She doesn't know about it. Guys, guys don't, i got to be home in half an hour. You guys do
0: not tell her we do this podcast. <laughs> but anyway, she loves reality shows. Sal's so like, ah, oh, there's a wrestling reality show. So she was like, hmm. And uh, I, I, she watched the first one with me. She loved it. She loved it. She was addicted to Tough Enough, DVR'd it every week. She was freaking out during the finale uh, when they actually were live in the arena on no, Raw. No, At the end, she was like, no, 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 I wish I was there. I wish I was there. I wish I was in the arena right now. And I'm like, yeah, well, this is what we do. We go to shows like this.
3: (laughs) Amy really loved it, too. Really? Your girlfriend did it. My girlfriend really liked it as well. And yeah, I can't get she'll Amy will go to live events with me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But she will not sit and watch it on TV. Yeah. But this tough enough thing, it has all the elements of drama and suspense that you need out of a reality show that she could sink her teeth into. So yeah. she liked it. She thought it was good.
0: And not only was it great was it a good reality show, Stone Cold Steve Austin yeah. was fucking unbelievable on yeah, that show. She was great. He, he was, was right. off the charts. The la- I mean, most of the show is basic paint-by-numbers reality show, and it was fine. That last 15 or 20 minutes every week of Austin cutting unscripted promos on the bottom two or three wrestlers if, if you, I mean like everybody who's a wrestling fan has got to go watch these on DVD, yeah, you're yeah. really missing out if you don't see this. He's fantastic. It was, it's like as good, when Austin was at his peak and he was just out there cutting promos on Vince McMahon, this is as good as that yeah, it's yeah. fucking phenomenal.
3: It is, it's fantastic.
1: So Let me ask you this, if uh, both your girlfriends now watched and enjoyed that, would they now go see say a Stone Cold movie in the movie theater? Well my girlfriend's watching? now a
0: huge Stone Cold Steve Austin fan Seriously, yeah, yeah. I'd have a to convert, say, Amy really liked him too. Uh oh, hope we don't run into him somewhere. They'll leave <laughs> us for him. <laughs> yeah, still cold with a girlfriend, someone else's girlfriend in each arm. Still, still cold. We see him in People Magazine with each of our girlfriends that are under under his arm. am wearing sunglasses because they have black eyes.
1: He also carries around. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: but yeah, he was out. Well, Andy won, of course, Tough enough. Off. Uh, I, uh, I haven't he, seen a single one. Spoiler you, alert, Steve. Oh, great. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Kaufman? Um, different Andy. Oh. And right after he won, this is live on Raw in front of every, Vince McMahon cold cocks him, and then Austin gives him the stunner. A lot of people have been really upset about that finality of the show. I include myself as one of them. What did you think, Brett?
3: I, I actually thought it was pretty cool because it was like... Uh, Talk about welcome to the business. It's now you've got hit in the face by the chairman of the board, and you got stunned by somebody that, like, I think any one of us would go out to the ring and get stunned by Steve Austin anytime he wanted to do it. I jumped I think the rail if,
1: at every show I go
3: to just in hopes of that. I I think it was a true <laughs> honor. If, and the card. if anything, uh, just the transaction that had happened right up there was probably better than any trophy he could have gotten for winning. It was like, Is this if, guy joining
0: yeah. one of the rosters, SmackDown well, or Raw? No, rock? and that's why I disagree like uh, if, brett, if it if, was going directly into a storyline i yes. think you'd really have something if he were go- if he were gonna be on the show next week and be a permanent character on the show i would agree 100 percent with what you're saying brett but we are likely never gonna see this guy again or at the very least they're gonna send him down to developmental he'll be there forever and maybe wait on the line he'll get brought up on the main mm-hmm. roster so because of that I think it was a shitty way to end the overall Tough Enough show. We've got the guy who just won getting punked out by the owner and Austin, and it's not going to lead to anything. It's not the beginning of a storyline.
1: Damn near a damn near civilian, a rookie took a stone cold stunner. He's going to be out for months. (laughs) He can't (laughs) handle it. Actually, he
0: bounced back up after it pretty pretty darn quick. Uh He
1: kind of botched the the stunner too
3: a little bit if you were to see it. Like he didn't he didn't get down. You know, I don't know. He botched it. I
1: There's wonder, Stone Cold Dope, did, it did, he, uh, did Stone Cold jump up and uh, touch his toes and pump his fists in the air? So mm-hmm. excited. He's not that much of a lunatic. Oh, okay. Who would do that? You're talking <laughs> about the
0: Randy Orton RKO? Yes, I, <laughs> I loved that. God, that was fantastic. He got so much, he jumped so high in the air.
3: I think it was the ultimate love letter from Vince and from Steve. Honest to God. I think that that was cool. I mean, any one of, a, it, two... People looking outside the wrestling business, you would probably say, well, that – oh, wow, what a crappy thing to do to somebody. But if you were actually wanted to be a pro wrestler and live these storylines, even if that storyline is never picked up again, which it most likely will not be, what a cool way to be like – I mean, the guy that owns the company that you just now won a contract to work for slapped you across the face on TV – and he knows who he is now and acknowledges his existence on the planet. You know, yeah. that's not an easy thing to do with Vince. You know? It
1: wasn't a Yoshi Tatsu fireball or something like that that <laughs> yeah. took him out. I was like, oh, man, yeah I got taken he didn't, out by Yoshitatsu. Right, great.
3: Yeah, he didn't have Zack Ryder come down and pin him. Uh, he had, you know, the Steve Austin stunning.
0: I'll, I'll agree on the stunner part of it in that that's sort of like a tradition, like Austin stuns everybody, welcome to the club. Vince McMahon does not come out at Colcock wrestlers on the show all the time. He's not a wrestler, and usually when he wrestles, he gets his ass kicked. Well, by the how wrestling.
3: about this? I'll, I'll, I'll even say that. If he would have made Andy kiss his ass, I would have said there that. You that would have been <laughs> there you yeah. go.
0: Andy joins the Kiss My Ass Club. Well, Mick Foley fans, you might have a reason to be excited because Mick Foley has quit TNA or yeah, Impact yeah. Wrestling or whatever the hell they call this show now. Well, they let him go. Right. They, they let him out of his couch. He said, Can I please get the fuck out of here? Yeah. And they said, Yeah, just go. Where does he live? Does he live in Florida? What, what, do you want to hang out with him, Steve? Are you guys <laughs> saying Actually, you yes. wouldn't want to hang out with Mick Foley? Are <laughs> you going to try to go over to his house? We're not going to give you his address. I don't trust you. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm going to call first, all right? I'm not the kind of person who just shows up. Yeah, locks. you are. You yeah, just it's... barge in this door every time you come over here. Well, I that's because it's unlocked. I know he's from, uh, he's from the Northeast. He's from Jersey, I think. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if that's where all he's still. Yeah, Long Island, you're right. I don't know if he's still there or not. He's not
1: Jersey. Ugh, Christ. No, <laughs> Jersey Mike's delicious. But it's it's expected
0: <laughs> that he's going to go back to WWE. Yeah.
1: yeah. There's well, a lot of rumors well, Tommy that... Tommy
0: Dreamer are now,
1: uh he's been released as well, or also asked to leave. Yeah. So is there some sort of maybe ECW DVD collection, or are they going to do something where they try and... Or a Squeeze small two out of man
0: promotion <laughs> in someone's garage
1: somewhere. Do you think that? I don't know
3: that the WWE will bring Tommy Dreamer. Back. No. Yeah. No, they're not. he's that. done.
1: Uh, did you not remember that survey we took a week or two ago?
0: What, the, D- the, you, the WWE DVDs? I, I, I oh, wrote yeah. in
1: that uh, please uh, have a, Do- a Tommy Dreamer collection. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. There wasn't I a slot for it. I wrote in. I second the motion. I, yeah, <laughs> see? Yeah. Um, okay.
0: Would there be anything that would excite you guys about seeing him in WWE? I like McFoley. I think he's fine. I liked him when he was doing uh, color commentary, but overall, I don't know. I feel like if he's not wrestling and he can't really wrestle anymore. I'd like to see him with the belt. Any belt. a belt. What about the uh, divas, so the divas yeah. belt? Would you like to see him with the divas <laughs> belt? Yeah, surrounded by pretty ladies. I think that'd be perfect. <laughs> the the
3: other like, bloggers and stuff for wrestling are saying that he could be revealed as the anonymous Raw GM.
0: Yeah. Uh, Whoa! Oh, yeah, no, that goes against my theory. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and who, Scott, who do you think the unannounced twer- Raw GM is? Draws. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it is draws. I don't think it. I know it. Hey, speaking of the Raw <laughs> GM, Eugene. what the hell was the end of Raw last week? The Raw GM. So Austin helps the baby faces win this tag team main event at the end of Raw. Mm-hmm. Then the Raw GM dings in. Michael Cole reads his judgment that the decision is going to be reversed because Austin, as the refer- guest referee, interfered in the match. Mm-hmm. Then his next sentence is, and you, Stone Cold Steve Austin, are going to be the guest GM on our Raw episode next week. As a punishment. Yeah, I was like, did Vince Russo suddenly start writing this show? This is t- this is TNA-rific. Damn. It made no sense whatsoever. Unless
3: he was going to get stuck with all of his own travel arrangements. <laughs> So he had to follow the
0: raw show out of pocket. So no that's the catering punishment. in the back for you. Yeah, yeah. Got to get your own meal. The raw the anonymous raw GM is perfect for WWE because it's basically a Deus Ex Machina, right? Like you you don't have to have anything make sense. Whenever there's big storyline gaps, there's no accountability. There's no accountability. Yep. You just have a computer turn on and explain away all the all the writing gaps. It's a mm-hmm. real. I, I wish they would get rid of that thing already. But even before that, when they, they like, cow- how are they supposed to print out their scripts if they get rid of that one laptop they're <laughs> <Yeah>. all sharing? <laughs> I'm, I think surprised they, I'm surprised that I'm surprised they keep it in the center of the arena. That is the it's, one laptop they it's have. Durable. To it's durable. It's gotten knocked on the ground plenty of times. Yeah, soon. remember when Edge got in a feud with it? <laughs> 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 That's the one that ended his career, right? Yeah, they had yeah. that ladder match. Laptop yeah. yeah. the, yeah. the, took the, him out. The, yeah, that the MacBook Pro just jumped off the top of the ladder yeah. and hit like this a flying Hurricane Rana and dropped Edge right on his neck. Yeah, it
1: was terrible terrible
0: terrible <laughs> I'm looking through my papers here for uh, the tweets that I've brought in of uh let me you see what brought up
3: this gentleman a second ago too I know. oh yeah yeah, yeah yeah
0: Yoshitatsu Yoshitatsu he's my favorite wrestler on Twitter right now here's I can't figure out if this is a gimmick or if he's really tweeting like this here are some of his tweets lately he's he's Yoshi he's Yoshitatsu WWE by the way if you'd like to go on Twitter and and follow follow him him. we are twitter.com slash curtain jerks if you'd like to go on twitter and follow us here's one of his tweets one of his tweets i got to the arena i'm going to eat my lunch i like subway (laughs) (laughs) that That sounds
1: like steve twittering actually
0: (laughs) i like this guy uh i want i i won this is hard to even say i won to cody rhodes tonight i could revenge Thank you for cheering me, Madison WWE Universe. Good night. Smiley face emoticon. (laughs) 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 I will have a show in Madison, Wisconsin tonight. So I will drive to Madison from Milwaukee. That's just one whole tweet. I am going to go to (laughs) Milwaukee via Atlanta, Georgia. So I am at Atlanta now. I like Smoothie King. (laughs) Is that another Twitterer or is that a restaurant? Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't say at Smoothie King, so I assume it's another Twitterer. This one says, "Hello WWE Universe, I need groceries." That's all it says. (laughs) He might be begging for groceries in that one. I mean, be begging fans to send. Are these all haikus? Maybe they are. There's so simplistic. Reveals a greater truth. There is a greater truth. There's very. No, I was going to grope, trope, this grope, grope. I was gonna try to make an R-Truth grope. This... An R-Truth grope? I was going to try to make an R-Truth grope. This last one know, is, the, the, is the most poetic. Count the syllables. This last one might be a high Five, code. seven, five. Okay, ready? I just came to the post office. These flowers are beautiful. I like a flower. Ooh. I was Close. just clapping. I oh, didn't yes. count him. <laughs> count- <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> I just really enjoyed his tweets. That's so I, I don't know enough, enough about Yoshitatsu in real life to know whether this is a gimmick or this is him actually posting. I is was he- under the impression. I read an interview with, about, with him saying that he wants to be champion someday, but he wants to wait till his English is better. And I think this, his tweets are his uh, maybe his opportunity to
1: get better at English. I think he's going to short out his Blackberry because it sounds like he's sweating so much every time he tweets. Like,
0: <laughs> I like
2: lunch subway <laughs> sweat 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 <laughs>
0: Well will see what you think of this guys this we've been reading these um these stories from the website cage side seats they've compiled some of the stories that former wwe creative team members have told about some of the um difficult conditions working for wwe and um we've been reading them we've been reading one uh each episode and boy, this one, we've got all this food in front of us. This one, you're really gonna sympathize with these with, empathize with the I'm folks so in this. This story God, is called she Feed us, Barbecue Sauce. This story is called Feed Us Vince. It's not always easy being a WWE writer, especially when you consider the fact that Vince and Stephanie are actively trying to starve them to death. Well, not really, but all of these long meetings in WWE Creative are even more burdened by the fact that no refreshments or food are offered to writers. Only the McMahons are allowed to eat during these meetings. One former writer complained to Power Slam magazine, quote, It was just brutal. There was never any food provided in the writer's room, but it wasn't their place to feed us. You did get hungry after three hours, especially when Vince and Stephanie would have their respective assistants lunch and they would eat it in front of us. Former writer Dominic Cotter also spoke to the magazine about his memories of being starving and thirsty during these long meetings. Quote, Vince would always eat in front of us during the meetings. He had some sort of beef wrap with ketchup. The The meetings usually ran the entire day without food. Wow. I I imagine a beef wrap with ketchup would be called a meeting Oh, hey, oh, think about Lord it, and then it. even when you do, you still won't laugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then if you think about it too hard, you might actually get a little disturbed. <laughs> That's uh, Vince McMahon is an evil di- dictator, I think, is the moral of the story.
1: Those are terrible working conditions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's cruel. I would never leave this podcast for them now, now that I know that we have all this food and we can eat during our shows. That is a
0: great relief to me, guys, because I really thought we were at risk of losing Scott to WWE creative. <laughs> oh, God. Woo. Got in, some big ideas for the in, Bella Twins. I, thought, I thought the food was going to be what took him there, too. <laughs> I think go. you know, it was going to go. That's why we have food here
1: today, guys. I am constantly <laughs> starving to death. Well, gentlemen, the, brink of death.
0: the time has come. We've, been, we've got all this food in front of us. Here's what we have. We have. I purchased a bottle of JR's Family Barbecue Barbecue Sauce, the original JR's Family Barbecue Barbecue Sauce, and JR's Family Barbecue Main Event Mustard, Sweet and Spicy. I purchased these both on WWE.com. You can also get them on JR's website, and um, I was very pleased. I'll say with uh, with the process of ordering them, Good I went online. Action. They had a bunch. They of – It must have been wildly expensive. How much, Mark? I can't even—I can't even believe. Twenty-nine ninety-five, hundred. These bottles were very cheap. I think the mustard was three ninety-nine. What? And I think the barbecue sauce was four ninety-nine. American? Affordable. They might have even been cheaper than that. And then it was just a couple bucks for shipping. So we got both of these bottles for like twelve something, and it came right away. Came within just a couple days. So all that—that that whole part of the experience—I give them an A plus. Very uh, good, Mark. How much does it cost to get a cap for that mustard? Because I, you've showed us this mustard and there's no cap 50. for it. <laughs> That's where they. I may it. have lost the cap for the mustard. Okay, I think we should start with that, and we, the main event should be the uh, the barbecue sauce. So we have not tasted these. We have we've just cracked open the bottles, and we've got the the mustard and the barbecue sauce, plus all this food: potato wedges, uh, chicken chicken wings, popcorn, ruffles, chili and cheese chips, pretzels, cheese, literally sushi. What kind of sushi is that? It has brown <laughs> rice. It's brown it's rice, and, uh, yeah. On it's that a that's torn right there. <laughs> yeah, it's it's brown, brown rice, California roll sushi. Wow. All right, gentlemen. Like, should we start with the smelling? Are we going to do the the smells? Sure. The, the, uh... this, sure.
1: Don't use all the lines you use on your dates, please. Right, are we going to start with the
0: smells? <laughs> let's, uh, let's, let's get to know each other a little bit. Let's yeah. sniff the barbecue sauce. Oh, so, Brett, how, how do you, what are you, are you getting oh, any? Oh, that is exciting.
3: There is uh, you there's hard? quite a few spices. In are
0: you hard right now? Semi- uh, this is the barbecue sauce it says setting.
3: to shake
1: well i didn't shake it well though Ooh.
0: it smells good yeah yeah. barbecue sauce it smells, smells very
1: good. barbecue saucy yep mm, that's very nice very traditional
0: it's very traditional smelling oaky a little smoky yeah the yeah. hickory smoky yeah it, here's it, it makes me feel like i'm already outdoors We're yeah. having mm. a good time you want me to just keep smelling this the cap on it and shake it well you want to get that right well I'd put the cap on first before I shake it, right? Yeah. Okay. I like this uh, this little honeycomb that they have that looks like the grill he has. He had like a specially made barbecue pit. Shake well. Uh, there you go. Uh, uh, can we describe the
3: packaging so people can uh, uh, know what they're looking for if they were to find this somewhere? Man,
0: that, I can't get enough of that smell. Well, JR's picture is on both products. That's like a good and, cologne. Uh, well, here, let's pass around the sweet and spicy main event mustard for a sniff test as you
1: pass that around i'll read his website www.jrsbarbecue.com that's j-r-s-b-a-r-b-q.com uh
3: it's, that smells fantastic
1: that has any good mustard chip
0: this mustard smells both sweet spicy and delicious i hope Ooh. this isn't
1: some curtain jerking uh mustard because it's main event so let's see Oh, that's made of mustard, right For there. For are you
3: worried about your dietary needs? Uh, Steve is going to read right on the front of the bottle that uh, this is actually a healthy, uh, a healthy product.
0: That's right. Net weight twelve ounces. <laughs> no, <laughs> not, I don't think that's the part he wanted oh, you to read. No Steve. fat, no cholesterol, and low carbs. There you go. God, that smells like mustard. <laughs> mm, that nailed smells it. like he a good it. mustard. You got it right. Well, we're 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 putting this over pretty huge so far, but we haven't tasted the stuff yet. Oh careful with my cord. All right, we're pouring I'm it out on some plates here. Uh I I'm not going to I'm not going to complain. First time I've ever done sauces on a plate instead of some sort of bowl or rounded uh shaped you drink dispense.
1: you drink out of pickle jars at home. Let's uh, be honest. Uh, I don't have any glasses. I do drink out of pickle jars.
0: Uh, well, so to be c- completely honest, aside from setting out all this food, we've come up with no other plan for how we're. How we're I think we do should it. do a food
1: at a time. So we're all.
0: <laughs> all right, a food at a time.
1: So what are we starting with? We got some uh, chicken fingers. Everybody, break off a chicken finger. All right.
0: All right. I've got a piece. Here. I'll just take a. Uh,
1: Here. Barbecue yeah. mustard, for bar- bar- sauce. Barbecue, barbecue sauce, barbecue, barbecue, barbecue sauce.
0: sauce in the. Uh, Chicken fingers. There we go. Got to nice lathering. One of our listeners, Neil Edwards, is a chef. I think he'd be really proud of the uh, of the spread that we've got here. And really, if
3: a- this stuff gets a positive review, maybe he can use it for future uh, chefness. Yeah, that's
0: true. What is that? There's something there. Uh, there's something. I can't place it. What is that? Barbecue <laughs> sauce. There's, no, there's something inside the barbecue sauce. Chicken, Steve. <laughs> yeah, there's a. Do you, fry- you dip chicken in it? Or <laughs> mm, something? I gotta hold on. You know what? Ooh. What do I we like say? I like this
1: better than Kraft barbecue sauce. Yeah. I like this better than Casey Masterpiece barbecue sauce. Yep. I'd say it's right up there with uh, Sweet Baby Ray barbecue sauce.
0: This is really good. It's got kind of a. To me, it feels. Like, it tastes like a, like a hickory flavor that there's I like, really. There's like a chili almost also. I like, like it. It's not super spicy though at all. It's not super spicy, but it's got a little kick to it. It's mm. good. That's right. a good barbecue sauce. It's, is it better than McDonald's barbecue sauce? <laughs> I would wager a yes. Yes, I'd
1: wait in the mail for this barbecue sauce than go stand in line for McDonald's barbecue sauce any day of the week.
0: I'm gonna dip a potato wedge in it. What? I'm just gonna, guys.
1: No, oh, thank you, Brett. All right, time for potato wedge in the barbecue sauce. Let's see how? We, let's see what we got here. Accentuates the flavor of, of the potato wedge. I might
3: add that I purchased these uh, potato wedges and I've had a couple
1: of them clean. And they are not very tasty, so anything's gonna help. Well, oh. these would have been warm a while ago. So, on a cold potato wedge, it helps immensely.
0: Get um, that pretzel in there. Now they are much better. Potato wedge and barbecue sauce, fantastic. Mm-hmm. I think that the pretzel, pretzel and barbecue sauce is fantastic as well. This is good. This is a section that shows like an infomercial for JR's barbecue. He owes I'm us. curious, to see what thought, it does to this is good. Well, I've never had... No one puts popcorn in barbecue sauce. We're to be, watching it happen think? right now, Mark. To begin with, Scott. So I don't, don't know think. if this... Scott just put popcorn in barbecue sauce without getting his fingers I don't know if sauced JR at would, all. I don't know if JR would recommend this. I think What I do. Popcorn in barbecue sauce? Yes. Well, t- tell him to put it on good. the website.
1: My God, he put popcorn in barbecue <laughs> sauce. <laughs> his liver's
2: going
0: to be broken in <laughs> half. That barbecue sauce has a family. <laughs> He has lost his mind. All right, how about I'm gonna go with some guys? Can we move on to the mustard? I was gonna do uh, the sushi before we and move on to the sauce. mustard. I think we're gonna do the sushi with the. Uh... All right, actually, maybe we should. Uh, maybe sushi should headline. Sushi should be the main event.
3: I gotta see what you. would... Scott's not listening to us. I'm he's
0: not... just always oh, just going for. He's it. Going I gotta try it. this mustard. Scott I'm
3: starving is...
1: to death. I, I got a call from WWE. I'm about to go unless I us eat this. <laughs> I'm going Swiss cheese at barbecue sauce.
0: Good call, Brett. How is it with cheese and sauce?
3: Really uh, interesting textures. <laughs> I don't know if I would normally do that, but mm. it was pretty good.
0: That mustard is sweet. It is tangy. Would you say spicy? I don't know if I. Oh, right there at the end. At the end, <laughs> it is a spicy mustard. All right. We're moving on to JR's main event mustard. See so if you, you like it. I like it. Ooh. If this was the main event of every one of those shows, I think I'd be pretty happy. It's just the people eating mustard. I'll just
1: say about barbecue sauce again real quick.
0: If you have some
1: awful store-bought uh, California Roll Sushi with brown rice and you don't care
0: for it at all, put some Jaros Barbecue Sauce on <laughs> it because it'll make <laughs> it
1: taste tolerable. Really?
0: All right. I just Best. want to say for the record, I'm mostly vegetarian, so my girlfriend is listening. I only had a little bit of that juice. You said before she wasn't listening. What if she decides to tune into this one? I'm scared you guys are going to tell, tell her.
1: Tell her you don't, you're not talking about Tough Enough this week. Say you're talking about next week. <laughs> this
0: mustard is incredible. It's the, really? the spice is like, it comes, on, it comes on right at the end, but then it stays through. You're like, oh, man, I've been eating really spicy mustard. Right. But it's sweet at first, then it's tangy, and then it's spicy.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Wow. It is. It's really good. This makes uh,
1: French's taste like dog shit. Oh, yeah, French taste
0: like, <laughs> not that I often eat dog shit, but what I do, I taste like French's mustard. Oh, wow, that's so fantastic.
1: Oh, my God, I get it. We're all sounding like Jr. <laughs> oh, there that goes our great. sponsorship. My God. No, it's just that Oklahoma, he's all excited and just, oh, my God, my God. Because his mouth is full, he's always eating barbecue during uh, the main event. He's it's, eating uh, main event mustard during Stone Cold matches. I the get colors
3: it. Uh, is odd. That's the only thing. The color. the
0: color, the color of the mustard is unique for sure. It's a very deep, deep yellow. <laughs> you have that. It has that deli mustard brown, but if that, all the kernels have been ground up mm-hmm. that much more,
1: it's like a vitamin-filled urine uh, sort of color. Yeah, that's a terrible way to describe
0: it. That's horrifically accurate. <laughs> well, in conclusion, gentlemen, I think we're all saying um, two yeah. thumbs up. On both of these products, huh? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you, JR. Yeah. We like the price point. We like the taste of them. We put all these crazy food in it, even sushi. You never put your baguette in it. Oh, no, I didn't. I know. It's too much. There's too much involved. There's too much going on in the <laughs> There's table. too much going on right now. Well, oh, that's Steve's baguette, actually. Steve, you bought that baguette. I did bring that baguette. Do you baguette? need to tear off? He's got, like, a Viking-sized roll. Oh. I thought we were doing family style. I wanted everybody to pass it around so we
1: can break some bread. That's very thoughtful of you. Time for some mustard on some store-bought sushi. Mustard mm-hmm. and sushi. I'll
0: do it. Has anyone done the, uh, the loaded chili cheese ruffles no. in anything yet? It's, 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 too, it's too many tastes for me. My Mark. mouth will explode. <laughs> no, come on. His mouth can't handle the pressure. King. <laughs> <He can't. laughs> His His mouth has a
2: family. (laughs) His mouth is going to have to tap out.
1: You know what? I think um, Yoshitatsu and JR need to get together in the back with some sushi and mustard and make good friends. Because that made a great combination in my mouth. And then suddenly
0: that Yoshitatsu push is just... It's... It's cement. God, I can't even talk. It's so good. Mustard.
1: Top two. Top two. All
0: right, gentlemen, we are running short on time, but as you are chewing. But no low on taste. (laughs) I want to. uh, That could be their new slogan. Email that to JR. (laughs) As if JR would listen to any of our emails to begin with. Uh, But our our Facebook is facebook.com slash curtain jerks. Our Twitter is twitter.com slash curtain jerks. We hope you'll go on there and follow us on both. Also, We are now on iTunes, so you can subscribe on iTunes, rate and review. You can carry us around on your podcast and listen to us chew in your ear while you're hiking (laughs) or... Cleaning the apartment, or whatever else you like to do when you listen to podcasts, and uh, we thank you as always for listening. We're getting, good. we're building listeners. More and more people are listening every week, so please tell your friends if you like the show. And next week's show is another uh, very special show. We've been doing movie reviews of some, of some films starring wrestlers. We reviewed, we all watched and reviewed the WWE film, The Chaperone, mm-hmm. and then we watched and reviewed a film called The Wrong Side of Town, starring RVD. And Batista for next episode, our next episode, we all watched the WWE film Knucklehead. Classic. Future Classic. <laughs> <laughs> Knucklehead. <laughs> yeah. Knucklehead, big shows film. We all watched it. We're going to spend the next episode reviewing Knucklehead. So tune in for that. Uh, thanks to everybody in the Comedy Podcast Network, including our producer Meredith Spivey. I'm Mark Warzecka.
1: I'm Scott Brother.
3: I'm Rick and Bye-bye.
0: Bye-bye.
2: For more funny stuff for your eyes and ears, go to comedypodcastnetwork.com.